Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Boomer and Geo Live, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number one sportsbook at the Paramount Theater, is sold out. To win a pair of tickets to the show, register now at WFAN.com slash free. <laughs> I would love that. Brought to you by Helix Wireless, connecting everything, everywhere. Wendy's, the official hamburger of Boomerang Geo Live. And Sub-Zero Wolf and Cove, an appliance world of Long Island. And The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. I'm Lori Rubinson, talking sports, having fun with you here on the fan at 877-337-6666. Crazy day, crazy weekend, crazy last few days in the world of sports. And things are topsy-turvy. Some things are expected. Some things are a surprise. We'll dive into it. Uh... Certainly, the Shohei Otani contract still a story. Dodgers 10 years, 700 million, but a lot deferred. What is the actual value of that contract? What does the deferred money mean? We'll talk about that. Um, but I would tell you that falls into the category of big duck, as in we knew he was going to choose the Dodgers. That to me, I didn't think there was much drama there. So that's one topic. Another topic. Obviously, the Jets and Zach Wilson. And finally, with almost nothing to lose, Zach Wilson, the Jets benched him, embarrassed him, leaked negative messages about him, besmirching his character publicly. And finally, when he was at rock bottom... DJ, Ray, G, DJ Reed said after the game, he told Mitch Samini, this was Zach Wilson's message to the Jets, to the team this week. He said, I'm playing for you all. I have nothing to lose. He said, what's the worst that can happen? I get benched again? And finally, with Zach Wilson playing like he had nothing to lose, he played to win. Looked like a different player. Looked like, looked, you saw all the traits and the reasons why the Jets drafted him. The arm 
strength, the arm talent, the off-platform throws, but also the play calling from Nathaniel Hackett was, I mean, the second half was smart. And this Jets offense that was MIA all season long showed up and was actually fun in the second half. So good for Zach Wilson. We don't know when Aaron Rodgers will come back this season. Is Zach Wilson going to play another week? Is this it? Who knows? He's not coming back next year. All those bridges were burned and the, the trust in the building, all of that. No, he needs a fresh start. But good for him. Zach Wilson and the Jets for one day, for one game, against a good, yes, it was raining, and yes, the Texans have had had some bad injuries. Tank Dell, their best wide receiver, out for the season after last week. Dalton Schultz, the security blanket tight end, was out for this game. And then injuries during the game where they just kept having injuries. Nico Collins. You know, so yeah, they were they were the walking wounded. I get that. And it was raining in bad weather for a team that's used to playing in a dome. I get all of that. But CJ Stroud came into this game as an MVP candidate, averaging 295 yards passing per game, number one in the league. And yes, he had a concussion, you know, concussion symptoms, hit, hit his head on the turf, um, had to leave the game late in the game. But still, playing most of this game, 10 for 23, 91 yards the Jets defense, yet again, with the top quarterback, one of the top quarterbacks in the league, they, you know, as Robert Sala said a few weeks ago, and then he, he felt bad for saying it, said we've embarrassed a lot of the top quarterbacks in the league. He's right. This Jets defense did it again. Played awfully well. But the story, certainly, you know, offense, defense, special teams all played well in this game. But the story that you take away, Zach Wilson, 27 of 36, 301 yards passing. It's not a typo. It's not it's not me uh, (laughs) misspeaking. He passed for over 300 yards, two touchdown passes. And just look like, like, yeah, there was one fumble when he was scrambling. But looked like a different player. A much more confident player. Getting the ball out on time. Decisive. It's, it's the way this offense, this Green Bay offense is supposed to look. And credit to Zach for being able to do that. Um... And it, it does certainly make you wonder why did it have to get to this point, rock bottom for Zach Wilson? All the criticism of Nathaniel Hackett, the offensive coordinator. I mean, the blame's on everybody there. But why did it have to get to this point for them to finally unleash him 
and for Zach Wilson to play free and easy, the kind of football he's capable of, and for Nathaniel Hackett to trust him to throw the ball downfield, to call plays, and let him use his talent. Why did it take till now? That's the question. 877-337-6666. As for the New York Giants, and we'll get to them, they had a good day by not playing. The Giants, and, and Giant fans, you tell me, where do you fall on this? Are you in the camp that is looking at it and saying, Giants are on Monday Night Football, they play the Green Bay Packers, a Packers team that has, is, has been one of the season's pleasant surprises, a Packers team with a young quarterback in Jordan Love who is coming on and playing better and better. And it's a very young football team, but the Packers are right in the middle of the wild card playoff race. And the Giants, as I sit here right now, and we go to Tankathon and we look at draft um, status, right now the Giants um, are would be drafting number five overall. Giants would be number five overall. But they still do have a chance to move as high as, let's say, number two. And in a quarterback-heavy draft... With great prospects. What is it that you want, Giants fans? If they beat the Packers on Monday Night Football, believe it or not, the Giants are one game out of a very crowded wild card race. Do you think this Giants team, A, with two games coming up against the Eagles before the season ends, do you think the Giants really legitimately have a chance to push for a wild card? and or could do anything if they actually even got into the playoffs? Or would you rather, and is the smart situation, to hope they lose out, play competitive games, enjoy watching the games, but that they lose out and with a little luck and another win from teams like the Patriots or the Cardinals or the Washington Commanders, that the Giants could zoom all the way up to the number two overall draft pick. Where do you stand on that? I'll tell you right now, I am the type of fan who says, I want the Giants to lose out. And I see fans all over social media and judging each other, ripping at each other, Giants fans, some who say, you're not a real fan if you're rooting for your team to lose. And others who say, you know, well, you're an idiot if you don't understand the big picture that the Giants should lose out. Go for the high draft pick. It will benefit the Giants in the long run and, frankly, the short run even as soon as the next year or two. I fall into that category of wanting the high draft pick. But I don't call I, – I used to be more critical – Now I'm at a point where what I'm really critical of, who I'm really critical of, is the New York Giants. And it's pathetic that they put their fans in this position to have to make that kind of choice for much of the last decade by so much losing. So 
That's another topic we'll dive into, 877-337-6666. Oh, another giant topic I've seen swirling around is um, some Giants fans split on who should be starting at quarterback, Tommy DeVito or uh, Tyrod Taylor. To me, that's a big duh, super obvious. Of course, it should be Tommy DeVito, and we can talk about the reasons why there. Um, And then we've got... As I said, my my brain is blowing up because so many topics to talk about. Um, then there's the game that was, you know, we had big games, playoff-like implication and, and big, you know, playoff matchup types of games on Sunday. We had the game that was just on our airwaves, Cowboys and Eagles, the Cowboys a dominating performance against the Eagles. And do you look at it and say, for the first time in a long time, I've been in the mindset of Cowboys are pretenders because they never win in the playoffs. And when it comes to the big games and they really have to beat somebody, they come up small. That's what we've seen in recent years. And even this season. But this was a statement game, national TV spotlight night game. And they stomped on the Eagles. So I'm now willing to say, all right, Cowboys, I'm going to give you a little benefit of the doubt. Mike McCarthy, I made fun of the fact that you became the play caller and got rid of Kellen Moore, even though he had a top five offense year after year. You know what? This is a different version of Dak Prescott, a better version of Dak Prescott, who is playing much better football. And with the defense they have, I'll say it, contender, Dallas Cowboys. And they even have a kicker now who seems pretty reliable. Guy makes three 50-plus field goals, including a 59-yarder and a 60-yarder. I saw a stat. I think it was Jerry Beach. Somebody posted this on social. I thought it was interesting. In the 70s and 80s, there were two kicks all season. 59 yards or more. We had a dude do it (laughs) today in one game. Two kicks, 59 yards or more, 59 and 60. To give you an idea of how good kickers are now and just how far they can kick the ball. That's impressive. But Cowboys are an all-around complete football team right now. So, contender, are you buying it, Dallas Cowboys? And for the Eagles, are you worried that they just got smoked by the Cowboys? Or do you look at it with the Eagles and say, you know what, they're coming off a very difficult five-game stretch of their season, the toughest run of their season. They're about to get into the soft, cushy part of the season to end it, including two games against the Giants. And so are you not worried? And who is the the class team of the NFC? Is it the San Francisco 49ers? They seem to be overall the team to beat. But the NFC shaping up to be an interesting race with three teams that look like three top contenders. And then the other game, big, big um, battle and going to be a water cooler conversation or a you know zoom conversation for your office tomorrow Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs against 
Josh Allen and the Bills. The Bills in must-win mode. If they want to be in the playoffs, they pretty much have to win every game. They put themselves in that situation. And the Chiefs, yeah, defending Super Bowl champions, but from a personnel standpoint, they really misjudged. They thought that Patrick Mahomes could elevate any wide receiver group. And they threw a bunch of young players in there. And yes, they have Travis Kelsey. But from a wide receiver standpoint, they just are short at least one dependable go-to guy who is just, you know, going to be where Mahomes thinks he's going to be, going to catch the football when it hits him in the hands. And time after time, those wide receivers are letting Mahomes and the Chiefs down. And what we saw on Sunday with Kadarius Toney, offsides, lining up in the neutral zone, maybe not even in the neutral zone, maybe even past the line of scrimmage from the look of the where he lined up, gets called for offsides, which negates what would have been one of the most fun plays of the season. And the Chiefs would have gone ahead. Would they have won that game? We don't know. Would have been about a minute left. Who knows? But they easily could have won that football game. And that play gets called back, and Giants fans are nodding and being like, yeah, Kadarius Tony, yep. Can't trust the dude. Not reliable. And it's a shame, because he has the physical gifts. But whether he's dropping the football injured or lining up offsides, can't trust him. And then... Mahomes and Andy Reid both complaining about the officials after the game. The face of the of the NFL, Patrick Mahomes. Complaining about the, the officials after the game when he sees the replay and, and Mahomes claiming, well, when a guy lines up a couple inches off sides, uh, Reid and Mahomes thinking the refs should have let Tony know that he was offsides because sometimes that happens. But if that's happening, that's on the wide receiver to look over at the official and look at him and say, am I onside or not? And the official will tell you if you are or not. But usually that's because it's close. To think they're not going to call it when when you see the, the replay of, the, of it, he is so far lined up offsides. As a wide receiver, you don't have that many responsibilities. I mean, yes, I I get it, but it's not like a quarterback. Just line up onside. So Mahomes and Reed are wrong. That's a penalty. You can't rip the officials for calling what's a penalty and apparently has been a point of emphasis this season. That's on you. I think that's frustration by Mahomes. Not really against the officials. He's taking it out on the officials. That's frustration for week after week after week of subpar 
wide receiver play. Who he really should be mad at is his own front office and Andy Reid, who approved this personnel that they've thrown at him. Last year, it was this sort of group, but they had Juju Smith-Schuster, and Smith-Schuster was a, a dependable veteran, caught 78 passes in the regular season. Mahomes knew where he was going to be, caught the football. They, it's not like they need, with Mahomes, like you have to have a Tyreek Hill, but you need somebody who you can count on to catch the football in the fourth quarter. And they don't, they're wide receivers. That's a bad job. All right. Um, and last topic I'm going to toss out there. We're going to get to. Uh, I want to dive into before the end of the night. This Yamamoto free agency and the showdown between the Yankees and Mets. I know there's other teams, a bunch of other teams, who are interested in this 25-year-old Japanese pitcher, star ace pitcher. But I do think it will come down to the two New York teams. And I think right now, the Yankees are the favorite. I think Yamamoto will want that Yankee tradition. And the only way he ends up being a Met is if Steve Cohen works some magic here. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.